Thanks for joining us for Episode 3 of Season 2 of Couples, Inc., a place where we help couples work better together. The first and third Wednesday of each month, we drop episodes with advice, tips, and real-world experience for partnering in business and life. I'm Jody, a business owner and communication strategist, and I want you to know that this podcast may be monitored or recorded for quality assurance and training purposes. I don't know about that somehow, but I'm Glenn, Jody's partner in life and business. And if a group of seagulls is a flock, a bunch of crows is a murder, what is a horde of gnats called? I'm going to go with a melee of midges. (laughs) Okay. That's it. That's what they are now. That's what they are officially. On today's show, we discuss the five love languages and then chat with Delana Morrison and Edward Drangle, who own Ageless Health and Fitness, on how they make working together work for them. At the end of the episode, since it is blockbuster movie season, we test our film knowledge with a quiz. Now, without further ado, let's get started with this episode of Couples Inc. So for today's big topic, we thought we'd talk about love languages. Now, don't worry, we're not changing the format to some sort of love call-in show or anything. No, we're not. Dang. I know. So disappointed. All those those long-time listeners, first-time callers. Yeah. Anyway, the five love languages. I have a refrigerator from 1997. (laughs) It's a gold harvest gold color. You're talking about swap shop, not a love line. Well, you don't know. That's true. I don't know where it's going. So we'll just stop there it at that. There are all kinds of uses for fridges these stop. days, aren't there? Stop. Anyway, the, the, there's a book called The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts. And it was a New York Times bestselling book, and it's by Dr. Gary Chapman. And we'll leave a link to his website uh, in our notes. And the book came out like in 1992, but for some reason, I'm seeing a lot of people reference this in on YouTube, on Instagram, etc. Yeah. And some people have used the phrase love language, but this is like a specific, like he has come up with five different types and i thought we could chat about that and maybe how it applies not just to your relationship but maybe for couples in business i give you these 10 oh these five love language types number one acts of service number two receiving gifts number three quality time number four words of affirmation And number five, physical touch. So those five, the idea is that people uh, give and receive love differently. And so if you um, are expressing your love one way, but your partner doesn't see that, like, say, for instance, your love language, you feel most love when you hear words of affirmation, like, you look pretty, I love you. But your partner expresses love by acts of service, like filling up your gas tank, picking up dinner. You're kind of missing each other. You are both expressing love or you're receiving love, but you're you're literally in using a different language. Kind of talking past each other yeah. or, or acting past each other. Exactly. So when we say, you know, language, it's not necessarily all verbal, but you aren't 
you aren't speaking or using the same mm-hmm. language. So yeah, there's a disconnect. You're like, why doesn't he express his love? And he's thinking, why doesn't she appreciate all these that things I do? So there's that that disconnect. Yeah, and I'm I'm wondering. I, I kind of came up with a few um, sort of riffs on these five mm-hmm. love language attributes mm-hmm. that we've listed here, and on the acts of service. You take on um, a task or mm-hmm. a role of, say, um, ordering office supplies. Right, right. That's your act of service. Sure. It's one of them. And you don't necessarily enjoy doing that. I don't know of too many people who do, no. but that might be your thing. It probably isn't. But you do it because it's necessary and the smaller your business, obviously, the more time you have to spend on logistics like that. If it's mm-hmm. like we are a micro business, there's just two of us here. And even though we work from home, there's part of that that, you know, we have to have paper sometimes. We run out of uh, ink pens or, yeah. you know, any kind of supplies that you might mention, mm-hmm. staples, paper clips. Um, we might need more storage space for the computer, whatever. One of us usually goes out and gets that stuff. Right. And while it may not be like this is the end-all, be-all of our expression of love for each other or for the business, it is Mm -hmm. something we do for the other person or, again, for the business. It's something we don't do because we enjoy it. We we might enjoy the results of it, Mm -hmm. and we do that as an act of service on behalf of the business and also for your partner. So sure. this is something to kind of be looking out for. Like, do we appreciate and thank the person? Oh, absolutely. And recognize that as the gift it is. So this really, and it, it elevates them to more than just tasks. It elevates those things to a service. Yeah, an act of service. Just like if you are, if you're looking at a couple, uh, they're like, again, you fill up our gas tank. And I appreciate that. And that's sort of us as a couple, you doing something for me and and just, you know, spending a little extra time. This is what you're doing for your business. It is expressing in some ways a love of your business and the results of taking that time to do that part. And maybe you are helping your partner who has too much on their plate. Sure. It isn't just for the partner or the business. It's a combination. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing before we leave this, I ran across a quote from Muhammad Ali that is really good. He said that acts of service are the rent you pay for your room on earth. Oh, I like that. And I just thought that really went to what we're talking about with these acts of service. I know Mm -hmm. maybe he meant it in a more general, like service of community or other people. Yeah, that were outside your business realm or outside any consideration of commerce. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you are, you know, you're putting in the time and you're doing this, again, act of service, not necessarily in the sense of charity or for the good of humanity, but you are putting in some time and doing something that is, you're putting in the work. Right. So number two, receiving gifts, Mm -hmm. uh, leaving something nice, for example, on your partner's desk, uh, allowing your partner to leave something on your desk and accepting that with the intent that it was offered. Like I try, for our example, to remember when flowers are in bloom, Mm -hmm. to to notice those and pick one from the yard or from wherever it is and leave it on your desk. And I know that you do the same for me when post-it notes are in bloom. Yeah. The, the post-it notes Jody has, they're multicolored, very, very vivid. Uh, she'll choose different colors for different <laughs> seasons. 
And there will be is true. she puts notes on these little I, writing things. Yeah, I do. I do like when it's post-it note season, and I I pick them by hand so not to bruise them. <laughs> and um, so yeah, and I like to leave them on your desk I as know. a little surprise. Yeah, it is. You're welcome. It, it's always a surprise. <laughs> so let's. <laughs> With that, let's go to quality time. Mm-hmm. And this is really pretty self-explanatory, right? It's, right. You know, you take a, a break together of some sort. Um, the water cooler time, you know, that you and I have had uh, sometimes in the mornings, mm-hmm. we can get together and go over the day's tasks and the projects and apprise each other of where everything is. So sometimes there's a little, you know, uh, extra time in there that we spend talking about just different stuff. Yeah, there's a, there's a distinction. Spending time versus spending quality time. And I think a lot of people assume that when you work together, well, you're spending so much time together mm. already. Well, yeah. yes, you are. But is it quality time? You're going to, in the course of your business, spend time. But are you actually connecting? Is it a break from, from the, I guess, uh, day-to-day where you can actually communicate and connect and, you know, just kind of check on each other you know often when partners experience something that's a a a time spent together moment and it's elevated Mm -hmm. between them and it's really it starts to become more than just their business more than just their relationship it is a ground on which they can walk and they can be mindful of that except often in a work setting it gets interrupted yeah so the phone will ring or you'll have some sort of a thing pop up that, that you have to take care of right there. And then you may be in the middle of something that you got sidetracked a little bit and your focus is getting back on track with that. Mm-hmm. It, I think it is so vital to recognize and be mindful of those moments. And I think it's a key to enriching that quality time and elevating Yeah, it. to be in all honesty, I don't do that enough. Um, I get very focused sometimes. And I know that there are times when Glenn will come into the office and I think he wants to talk, but mornings are my time to get most things done. I'm most productive. And so I sometimes don't always stop and I need to be more aware of that because you know what? There are bigger things than just having, you know, making sure I have a zero, uh, a zero in my inbox. I, I am kind of obsessive about not having in things in my inbox. <laughs> Yeah, I use my I try to use my OCD for good. Yeah, but yeah. there are times where you know there's something that's a little bit more t- more important in quality time is that, and that's again love language for some people. It's extremely important. So we've talked about acts of service, receiving gifts, and quality time. Mm-hmm. The next of the five languages, the words of affirmation, mm-hmm. and I make it sound like that's a, some sort of a ceremonial. <laughs> the words of affirmation. Um, it's it's let your partner know, letting them know how proud you are of them, how much you appreciate them. Mm-hmm. And in yes. the workplace, uh, this is always, I think, very appropriate is to praise their work meaningfully. Yes. And, it, and often in, in front of others, if it's authentic, don't yeah. just do it where it becomes just a, you know, uh, thanks, like, like you're saying hi to someone. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Meaningfully mm-hmm. means that you spend more than five seconds saying, great job. Yeah. Pat on the back, let's go to the next thing. Yeah, and I think sometimes, and we all know this, you take the people who are closest to you, whether it is, again, your spouse in this case, or even family members or good friends, sometimes you take for granted a lot of stuff. And if you're a couple in business, you want to make sure you avoid that. If you, you want to avoid 
just taking them for granted and assuming they'll do all this and not appreciating what they're doing. And again, sometimes, you know, you don't have to thank them for everything they do because it's part of the job. But let your spouse know, yeah, I was really proud of that presentation and you did a great job. Or, wow, you handled that client crisis amazingly or whatever it is. Say what you liked about it specifically. Exactly. Exactly. Let them know. Don't say, hey, you know, you're doing a great job. But instead, I really appreciated Mm -hmm. that you did this or I really, this specific thing. The physical touch, Mm -hmm. the kiss, the hug at the start of the day, at the end of the day, and, you know, several times during the day. This doesn't have to be a scheduled, oh, well, it's 11.15. I got to go over and Right. And we know that physical touch, we're not going into a, like, it's got to be, you know, it's this, this physical intimacy, sexual kind of component. And you are at work and showing signs of PDA may not be comfortable if you have employees, for example, or if you're in front of clients. But it's not a horrible thing to reach out and hold hands or kiss or hug or what have you, you know, at some times when you feel comfortable doing that, um, just so you don't lose your coupledom in yeah. your work day. I love it, for example, when you take my hand mm-hmm. spontaneously. And I also love it when you put it back. <laughs> well, I'm generous that way. Thank you. Yeah. So anyway, so we've covered the the five different types of languages and how they mm-hmm. might apply to the workday. And we also took the quiz ourselves. So we actually, and what's cool about this quiz, and again, I'll, like I said, we'll leave a link, is it gives you your percentage. So you know your top, but you also kind of know how the rest of them stack up. This, this quiz is called the Love Language Profile, mm-hmm. by the way. And they're pretty easy questions. Mm -hmm. And with every quiz, take it with a grain of salt because, you know, some things are – you might take it one day and it might be different. I think there were a couple of trick questions in there. I think there were. And there are some Mm -hmm. things that they ask you the same thing several times. Yeah. Yeah. That's how these things do. And then you're kind of like, I don't know. So, okay. Let's talk about our number one our primary love language. Do you want to say yours first or mine first? Or you want to say it at the same time? You go first. Okay. Physical touch. Yeah, that's what I've got too. 37%. I've got 40%. Uh, I win. Number two on the list. Mine is words of affirmation. Oh, my number two is quality time. That was my number three. My number three. Oh, so we kind of switch a We kind of switch. Is, your, is words of affirmation your number three? Yes, it is. Yeah, that kind of switch. Words of affirmation and quality time... I don't know if it's because we spend so much quality time that I maybe put it, took it for granted. I don't know that I didn't score as high, but words of affirmation really mean a lot when, um, when Glenn will say, I'm very proud of you or to have been seen with you today at that event, or I love you, or just the things he says, it's just very, very nice that words of affirmation. And I think that if that is your love language, and someone is not saying it to you, you're going to feel less love But if they're showing it a different way. But if you're aware, you can kind of say, oh, okay, this is how she responds. So Yeah, again, awareness playing a key role. Exactly. Be aware of what your love language is and what your partner's is. And make your partner aware of that, too. Exactly. Now, so quality time and words of affirmation are our third and fourth. Mm-hmm. And 
Sec, or the fourth one for me was acts of service. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's I, I and that's another thing too is uh, I mean it's kind of like I like all of these except the last one, receiving gifts is I got zero percent. Yeah, I did too. It means <laughs> it means very we're perfect for each other. It that means, doesn't mean I don't like gifts. You can send them. We have details. <laughs> we need you a PO uh, box we, we, so people can send yeah. gifts to us. No, it's not that I don't appreciate. I've never been big on gifts, and that's why it's so good that we're like that. We don't really, you know. You know, I think I'm going to put a subcategory on this one. Oh, okay. The giving gifts, giving gag gifts. Now, that that's everybody's love language. I love that. <laughs> we visited with Delana Morrison and her husband, Edward Drangle, who own Ageless Health and Fitness, on how they make working together work for them. As we uh, begin this interview, let's go ahead and start off with some of the basic information about how long you guys have been uh, co-owners of a business. 15 years. 15 years. And before that time, what do you think made you decide you would be a good team? We were already working together on projects. I had an interior design business, and he was a physical therapist, but always into fitness. And when I would go to these retirement homes, they said, would you please do our fitness center too? Because I did turn key. And he was the expert because he had been an Olympic lifter and he knew all about fitness. Yeah. As a physical therapist, I did fitness. So I, it was natural for me to consult with them uh, about how to do the fitness centers within their retirement homes. And how long have you been married? Twenty years, <laughs> seventeen years. So seventeen years, <laughs> and so you've owned the business fifteen. Correct. So I guess three years in, you guys realize, yes. hey, we work well together. Correct. What if we took it to the next level? Right. Huh. Okay. What, well, we've been together for a long time. A long time. Mm-hmm. Long time before and, we got and, married. And oh, okay. Seven. We dated for seven years. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So I was mm-hmm. rounding been... the number on. <laughs> so, somewhere in between. No, you guys knew you were a good pair for a long mm-hmm. time. Yes. When it comes to the way that you guys work together and any advice that you might give people who are in business together, the couples that are in business, or couples that are looking at trying to do that, that are standing on the edge, so to speak, anything that comes to mind? If you have a passion together and you want to go forward with it, it's a personality thing, too, because I had, I'm i good at certain things such as marketing and that sort of thing. Edward is the more detailed person, so it works. Yeah, and I would, I would say that defining your role. Mm-hmm. Me, too. So that each one of you brings your special talent and respecting that other person. You don't need to create a duplicate of yourself, but you rely on the other person to fill in the blanks you don't do so well. Yeah. And um, recognizing their assets. You know, I'm a physical therapist. Mm-hmm. Delena is better at following through with some of the business aspects and things like that. And then she's also creative. When we started the, the business and we started to have the vision of what we wanted to create uh delana saw it different you know i I, i'm pretty cut and dried about things and it was all about function and delana was like no 
we need to make this a little different and so mm-hmm. she was not your typical jam well the fact yeah. that you're you're actually called ageless wellness, yes that was and that story? was delena yeah, exactly. came up with that because i was doing mm-hmm. fitness after 40 uh, you know we were trying to come up with names and she came up with ageless and was like that's it we just have made a really nice team together mm-hmm. and uh having her here even across the room we may not have long conversations but seeing her across the room and being able to hear her voice and her laugh and all that it it was a a wonderful thing for me that Uh, is a great thing to be able to do that you know we have adjoining offices yeah and typically we see each other several times a day Mm -hmm. but to know that your partner is there very close to you Mm -hmm. that's one of the great things about having a couplehood that's also a business because you can share ideas on the spur of the moment mm-hmm. and celebrate and, wins. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah, I may have a hard day with clients and have to take care of a lot of things. If she wasn't here seeing some of that, and I came home worn out and grumpy, she wouldn't have as good of understanding of that. Mm-hmm. But seeing it, I think you know she's she's been more supportive and understanding. You know? Of the yeah. dynamics. Yeah. Right, right. And we do see hear a lot about people who um, they find that the yin and the yang, whether yes. it is a personality mm-hmm. or skill that you do. One mm-hmm. thing we were talking about with setting roles is finding the things that you take joy in, you have the time mm-hmm. for, and the talent. And if you find all those three things, that's where you need to be. Yes. And then the other person in the partnership could be where they find the time to do it, the talent, and they take joy in. Yes. There are always going to be things that you don't want to do, but if you basically find out what it is that you want out of the business and you focus on that, it does make for a much better partnership. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And you just have to have respect for each other. You know, we may disagree on things. We always come together on a decision. Yeah. I think that's an important point. I think having respect for your partner and, and their talents mm-hmm. allows you really to expand yourself. And we wanted to create a more home-like atmosphere that, you know, people could come to for long term mm-hmm. and maintain their health and, and activity level. Okay, this is a big one. What wellness advice do you have for couples who are in business together? Well, even though I think on occasions when we're working together and difficulties come up, um, as far as wellness, I would say, is you have to kind of step back from the situation and you have to take care of yourself while you're working. So for our wellness, we need breaks together. And um, I would just say that you have to, instead of working all the time, you have to step back to be effective in your business um, and come up with ideas on how to be effective and passionate without burnout. So that would be my wellness perspective. Take care of yourself and then take care of your business. And when you say wellness, it's not just weights and the exercise. Um, You have other components of wellness like emotional 
mm-hmm. meeting emotional needs, spiritual needs. When we created environment, it's you know to try to address all of those things, fitness and emotionally uh, together. I think that's one of the points that people see when they come here. They love that interaction that mm-hmm. Delaney and I have together. Working together has, has been a blessing for us. Uh, mm-hmm. And is you know, and and staying on the p- same page together and working together, it brought us you know we're we're closer because of that. Yes. It's time for the blockbuster movie quiz. Can't wait. Yeah, and in fact, that's the first question. I'm going to give you four questions, all multiple choice. Where did the term blockbuster come from? A, it described the long lines around the block some filmgoers could expect for certain summer movies. Mm-hmm. B, it was used to compare the film's impact and commercial potential to that of an actual blockbuster bomb used by the Allies in World War II. Mm-hmm. C, someone promoting movies in the 40s knew that in the future a chain of stores selling films would be called Blockbuster and saw the immediate tie-in. Mm. D, it was used to convey a sense of community, like a block party, but at the theater. I'm going to go with A, the lines around the block. No, actually it is B. Now, there are theories that that's possibly what what it was, but everything I saw on um, Wikipedia said that it was used because um, they would use it to talk about the shocking and explosive uh, new movie or the impact, and it was similar to the fact that this one particular bomb could de- destroy entire blocks. So it was actually about a bomb. Number two, according to USA Today, mm-hmm. and based on domestic box office data, remember, d- domestic, what movie was the biggest summer blockbuster in 1976? Was it A, Jaws, B, Grease, C, The Omen, D, The Amityville Horror? Uh, that would be C, The Omen. You are correct. Yeah, Jaws came out earlier than that. It did. And I think the other three came later. Yes, I was going to put in Star Wars, but I think everyone kind of knows 77. Yeah. Star Wars. This is 76. So, yes, The Omen. Which is the feel-good movie of Feel-good movie of 76, which was kind of weird, though, because I was like, the late, the mid to late 70s was kind of a weird time because there were a lot of, it seemed like a lot of horror movies were up there in the blockbuster realm. So, all right. Number three, which actor has made the most appearances in the 100 top grossing films of all time? Oh, a Harrison Ford, B Kevin Bacon, C Sean Connery or D Tom Cruise. Oh man. Um, those are all worthy candidates i think but the award goes to d tom cruise no a harrison ford what yeah he because remember he was in star wars yeah indiana jones yeah something else was the omen he was not in the omen um but he's been in a lot of them tom cruise what you know definitely has been in a lot of these but harrison ford has made the most appearances in the 100 top grossing films of all time Hmm. he's been in a lot of movies and then i thought kevin bacon would be a good choice to throw in there because he's in everything he's in everything all right so far you've got one 
answer correct, the omen. What? The other just two, one? Just one out of three. So, yeah. I thought I got more than one. No. No, no, no. So you're two, you're one and two. Hollywood, help me. Okay. You're my only hope. According to the Popcorn Institute, Americans consume a little over blank billion quarts of popcorn each year. Here are your choices. A, 13. B, 15. C, 17. D, 20. It's got to be D. C. The, the most. 17. Is there really such thing as a popcorn? In, I don't think. I think you're faking this. No, you're there's a po- well. At least according to Google, there a is a popcorn, popcorn institute. institute. Give and me a break. I I don't know what kind of degree you get from there. Do they have the butter cartel too? They might have. They with, might. With the salt consortium. <laughs> but here's the deal with the butter with the popcorn institute. If you just spend twenty five cents more, you can get <laughs> a larger certificate. Yes. Yes, you can. You can get the jumbo size certificate for just 25 cents more yes. for, at the Popcorn Institute. <laughs> okay, so I I blew it. Uh, yeah. I thought I would do pretty well on this, but you... I picked some things that were tough. They you were, foxed me, Jody. I did. And you, you have fooled me for the last time. Next time I'll be perfect on everything. I'm going to start reading everything. Well, on this the, Wikipedia, whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> start from the beginning this, on Wikipedia. This device. A, on Aardvark, on. Thanks for listening to Couples Inc., a place where we help couples work better together. We drop new episodes the first and third Wednesday of each month, but to make sure you don't miss a show, follow us wherever fine podcasts are published. And if you enjoyed this episode and you want to support the podcast, share it with others, post it on social media, or leave a rating or review. And please visit our website, couplesincpodcast.com. That's couplesincpodcast.com to learn more about us, review show notes, or leave us a message. Until next time.